Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Dara L., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is January 31st. It's a Tuesday, and we are reading from the big book on page 58, the fourth paragraph only, beginning with remember that we deal with alcohol and reading through may you find him now. Um, Today's readers are Nancy T. is reading the 12 Steps, Evelyn B. is reading the 12 Traditions, Rachel P. is the reader of page 58 in the big book, Nancy P. is reading A Vision for You, Ramona A. is our beloved backup today, the host of the second hour um, meeting will be Nancy C., and Ken W. H. is our newcomer greeter today. Thank you all so much for your service. Um, and to the entire Team Tuesday who did service this month, um, this meeting couldn't happen without you, so thank you all so much. Um, the reference numbers for yesterday, January 30th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting are 19,901, and the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting are 19,902. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. Um, And will Nancy T. please read the 12 steps of OA for us? Thank you, Dara. Good morning, everybody. Nancy T., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Lewiston, Idaho. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 
12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Nancy T., for reading. I will now ask Evelyn B. to read the 12 traditions. Go ahead, Evelyn. Good morning. This is Evelyn B. from Massachusetts. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you for the opportunity to do service, and I pass. Thank you, Evelyn B., for reading for us. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. However, this meeting does request that if you shared and um, that although we value everyone's experience, strength, and hope, um, we ask that you share every third day to give others a chance to share. Um, and we request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 58, reading that fourth paragraph only. Remember that we deal with alcohol, 
through May You Find Him Now. So Rachel P., um, I'll ask you to begin the reading and then get us started with the sharing. Go right ahead, Rachel. Good morning. This is Rachel P., recovered compulsive overeater in Pennsylvania. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. So in our case, food, right? I deal with food, cunning, baffling, and powerful. And, you know, I hear this phrase so much in the rooms, right? In meetings I go to and among, you know, people with all kinds of addictions, right? It's cunning, baffling, and powerful. And I looked up the definitions of these words because, you know, this is a textbook and the dictionary is a great tool um, for us in studying this textbook. And I'll just share those definitions, right? Because it's interesting to me. So cunning is characterized by willingness or trickery, baffling, extremely confusing or difficult to understand, and powerful, having great power, prestige, or influence. And I love it when a definition has the word in itself, in this case, it's powerful. Um, and that absolutely resonates with me, right? Food for me was cunning, baffling, and powerful. And I, I imagine that if I was talking to a normal eater, you know, and I expressed to them that food is cunning, baffling, and powerful. They'd be like, what are you talking about, right? But for me as a compulsive overeater, this is how I know. This is my step one. This is part of my step one experience is relating into this text, relating into other people who have this disease and identifying for myself that, yes, I am a real compulsive overeater because food had me licked for, like, most of my life up until I, you know, came in and found recovery with the steps and had a surge on awakening, right? Food was just that cunning, baffling, and powerful. It was so confusing to me that I would promise myself over and over and over again, okay, this is the last time, this is the last binge, I'm not going to do it again, I will not do it tomorrow. And I, with every fiber of my being, I knew that I wasn't going to do it tomorrow. Yet I did, again and again and again. And, you know, the, the food had so much power over me. I worshipped it. I had this insidious, toxic relationship with it, with, my, with those binge foods. And you know, I was making, in essence, I was making food by God. I didn't know at the time that that's what I was doing, right? But I was worshiping food. And so I then I would give myself the power to overcome it. But food had, you know, my alcoholic foods had more power over me than I could possibly exert. Therefore, I needed a power greater than me to solve this problem, right? And I love the simplicity and just the power in this paragraph, um, you know, and, and, in previous readings of this paragraph, right, it seemed like overdramatic, right? There's one who has all power. One is God and find him now, right? Um, that just seems kind of like pedantic to me and like overly dramatic. Yet as I read it now, I realize, no, this is serious. This is a deadly disease. When I'm in the food, I'm miserable. I have a life that I don't want to live. I want to die even. And so this is a matter of life and death. And if, therefore, I'm a real compulsive overeater, I need a power greater than myself to solve it. Hell, yes, I want to find this power greater than me. Yes, may I find God now. Like, absolutely. You know, I'm totally bought into this. And I'm just so grateful for this solution to be on this meeting with all of you. And I'll pass with that. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Rachel P., for your share. Um, thanks for getting us started. Um, if you have not shared yesterday, Monday, or Friday, um, we'd love to take a list of names, so feel free to unmute and give your name 
and first initial just once so I can hear everybody. Anne Marie K. Leah S. Rachel K. Nancy P. Anne Marie K. Okay, let me tell you who I got. Um, I got Anne Marie K. Leah S. Rachel, I didn't catch your last initial. Nancy P. And there were two other people who came in. Who were the two people Lisa who came in? N. Gotcha. Lyra Tanya D. Lyra Pamela P. Pamela P. For Pennsylvania. Okay, I heard every. I, I heard everyone. So this is the list we'll go with. Anne Anne Marie K. Leah S. Rachel, I did not catch your last initial. Nancy P. Lisa M. Myra Tanya and Pamela P. So a few of you will have to give your last initials when you share. Thank you so much, Anne Marie K. Why don't we start with you? Thank you very much, and good morning, everyone, and thank you, everybody, for their service today. I'm Anne Marie Kay from Pennsylvania. We covered absolutely not cured, but today I I do have that one. That one is God, and I did find him now, finally, after so many years of not being willing to be honest. As it says in the same part of the chapter, I was incapable of being honest with myself, Without health, it's too much for us, <laughs> man. You know, the sad thing of it is, I, in my, I, I was just sitting here thinking about, I thought, what a bunch of holy rollers. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yes, that is the answer. Oh, my Lord. Today, each day is I finally get some emotional maturity so that I don't have to pick up the food. I do thank my God for my God consciousness. And it is when it hits, and it's been hitting me slowly, slowly through these eight, last 18 months, but today it is my purpose. It's the reason I know I have to sponsor. It's the reason I am abstinent. Without him, it's impossible. So, you know, that's the basis right there. That's my truth. Today I can say it, and it's beautiful. And I, you know, yeah, I can be really have that, you know, uh, morbid remorse. <laughs> Why didn't I get it 33 years ago when I walked in the doors? Well, it wasn't my time. And that's okay. May you find him when you find him. And, you know, as I said, today, that's all I have to worry about. 24 hours. I could, you know, the whole idea of 24 hours never, ever computed in my brain just wouldn't surrender. So I'm going to pass with that and just say, everybody, have a great day unless you made plans. Trust the program and trust the higher power. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie Kay, for your share. Leah S., you're up, and you'll be followed by Rachel. Go ahead, Leah. Thank you so much, Dara. Good morning, everyone. My name is Leah S. from Brooklyn, New York, and very happily... Um, recovered and grateful to be sharing today. So this chapter is how it works. And um, this is about my being honest and trying to be willing. And the book is full of suggestions about my disease. And what they're saying over here is so true. My food is very cunning. It it just, you know, just a little bit. We've got so many examples of how uh, we can talk ourselves into it, but, you know, that that this is okay and we can justify that and we can... But I've, I've already um, 
I've already taken step one where I've got to be honest with myself and um, I've got to be honest with my food as well. And then um, without help, okay, so that's that's where um, step two uh, it comes into uh, being. I finally came to believe that that this is really too much for me. There's a power that doesn't allow me to stop my craving, but there's an even greater power that can stop that craving. And that's what takes me into step three. And once I begin to understand that and really believe it, admit it to myself, and to believe it, then I, then, then each situation, regardless whether it is food or uh, circumstance in life or whatever it is, that power is going to take me. It's just going to take me. I've got to believe. I've got to come to terms with my heart and with my soul, and I've got to be honest with myself. And once and and once I have that, um, nothing can stop me. And and there are so I can reach so far, and continue reaching. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much, Leah S. For your share. Um, Okay, Rachel, you're up, and I did not catch your last initial, so if you wouldn't mind giving that, that'd be great. Sure. Thanks, Dara. Hi, this is Rachel Kay, as in KISS. Um, I'm from Indiana, and uh, thank you so much, and thank you, Rachel P., um, for starting us off with such a great share. Yeah, this paragraph reminds me, like, not to sell my disease short, to have a healthy respect for the disease that, you know, it, it talks about alcohol or, you know, we talk about food, but to me that is sort of a, a, a stand-in, a symbol just of the disease in general, cunning, baffling, powerful. My disease is not going to, you know, knock on the door, who is it, and announce itself, hey, you know, this is your disease, this is your fear, this is your self-centeredness, this is your whatever. It's just, it's cunning. It's way too cunning and baffling for that. It will come in as, yeah, it would be a good idea to, or yeah, this is worth panicking over. Um, and, you know, but there is one who has all power. That one is God. I, you know, I was, I was bringing a spoon to a knife fight. You know, it, it if I try to fight my disease on my own with just the weaponry I have, I am going to lose every single time. I have to have, you know, the one who has all power, uh, which is God, uh, you know, what I call my higher power. So, you know, just it, I just have to remember. I mean, just this morning I was writing a 10-step about my fear, and it was great, and I, I got some wonderful words back in two-way prayer from from God and then 10 minutes later, I'm opening my email from work and I'm back in that fear again. Cunning, baffling, and powerful. You know, I didn't log on. It didn't say, hey, you know, you're about to look at your disease in the face again, um, your fear. It's cunning. Um, and But by the grace of God, I have that one who has all power. That's what these steps give me is a relationship with that one that has all power that can fight, you know, this battle for me because, you know, it's 
if I come to that battle alone, I'm, I'm, I'm beat, I'm lost. So anyway, thank you so much. Uh, everybody have a great day and I'll pass. Oh, thank you, Rachel Kay, so much for your share. Um, okay, Nancy P., you are up and you'll be followed by Lisa M. Go ahead, Nancy. Hi, good morning, uh, Dara. Thank you for letting me share. Good morning, everybody. Nancy P., recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. So uh, remembering was always the problem, but the cunning, powerful, and baffling part is the real difficulty because, <clears throat> you know, how many times have I tried to get in front of this problem, you know, weighing and measuring my food for a week or bringing it with me or, you know, like doing stuff that was constricting like that. And I've learned that I can't get in front of the problem. I'm not even going to try. How can I remember to anticipate when, where, how, and why food is going to pop up and surprise me? How can I remember when to pull some trick out of a bag, like Fred with the um, um, willpower and keeping on guard? That, like Stuff like that never worked for me. I can't do it. I can't. I tried and tried and tried, and I failed and failed and failed. And I used as many methods as there are blades of grass, and none of them worked, and I was always left crying and eating. I always thought I was very conniving and sneaking and lying and hidey, and, you know, I was just sneaky, sneak, 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 and when I was eating compulsively especially. But compared to getting played by the food, I was as helpless as a naked baby in the woods. Um, I didn't think I had a problem, and once I did have think that I had a problem or noticed that I had a problem at 211 pounds, the garden variety solution that one that, that of that one is God and may you find him also didn't work for me because of my agnosticism. But since I went through these steps several years ago, I can say that now, today, I have what I need. I did exactly what the book said, and I designed my own conception of something that takes care of me, something that works for me. But the important word in the paragraph is now. Now means now, not when I'm comfortable. Like, I always wanted to start at the end. I wanted to be thin and serene, and I'd backfill all that other stuff when I had more time or when I felt more comfortable in my new, thin, serene body. Um, But I don't get to do it when I feel ready. I had to get this thing now, I'll wrap up there, um, that takes care of me. I had to get it quick, no fooling around. And, you know, the the um, the only hard thing, the only truly hard thing I've ever done in pursuit of recovery is to surrender. But because surrender isn't one and done, I actually do it as a way to communicate with this thing that takes care of me and keeps me safe. When I'm having mental disquiet, it's a signal to me. And I use my surrender to be open to new things that work so that I can chuck that stuff that doesn't work. And I use surrender to take care of my family, to do my job, and to be loving and tolerant of others. Surrender is the key, first, last, and always. So do it now. With that, I'll pass. Uh, Thank you so much, Nancy P., for your share. Um, Nancy M., uh, I'm sorry, Lisa M., go ahead. You'll be followed by Myra. Go ahead, Lisa M. Hey, Dara. Thank you so much for moderating. And it's Lisa N. as in Nancy. And I'm from Wisconsin. Um, so um, the first word is it's remember. If I could only remember that I am dealing with food, cunning, baffling, and powerful, but I can't. I can't remember. I think it in my brain, and it takes me off track. And I need a higher power, and I need it now. I need it right now. I need it all the time to remind me, remember, you are dealing with something that is way, way trickier than you can ever imagine. 
it's cunning and baffling and powerful. Reminds me of a snake. And um, I just feel like this is such a great reminder. Remember, you have to you have to ask every morning. I go to bed recovered, and I wake up an addict. And God will help me each day as I stay close to Him. The thing when I started the program is that um, my mind, and this is for maybe um, somebody can relate, my mind was so closed off to God helping me. And I was so sure that I knew God and um, I had been in church. And But what I didn't know is that I was, I was so weak and I was so, un, my mind was so closed, I wasn't listening to what the people were saying in the meeting. So as soon as I opened my mind, I heard something else, that it wasn't my fault. That was, that was key. And as soon as I heard that, I could open my mind and know that God was going to help me with this. And um, so just remember, everybody remember, if you can today, to turn to that one, that one God. Um, I, I hope you have a great day. And with that, I'll take Thank you so much, Lisa N., for your share. Lisa N., sorry, I got it wrong. Um, (laughs) And Myra, you're up. I did not catch your last initial. So, Myra, what is your last initial? That's okay. It's um, Myra B. W. um, from um, Michigan. Great. Go right ahead, Myra B. W. Thank you, and I appreciate your service. Thank you for your service. I am so grateful um, to have woken up and heard uh, this um, paragraph today, and um, I, you know, I just want to thank God first of all for another day, just for waking me up to see another day. Um, I have to tell you that, you know, um, I was dying from this disease um, months ago, and I was desperate, and I just could not get, I just could not see my way out of the food, and it just felt like suicide was the best option to stop the chatter, to stop me con- continuously picking up couldn't start, stop myself from starting, and then once I started, I couldn't stop and coming into this program and, and working with steps and having some really valuable, loving sponsors to guide me. I just want to just give God praise today that, you know, because of my higher power and because of the simple fact that I have, you know, made a decision to um, build a relationship with my higher power, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm no longer face down in the food, you know, is my food perfect? Absolutely not. But let me tell you, as long as I keep coming back and as long as I, you know, um, continue to work my program and put my food in its place, I sure do have a fighting chance, you know, to, to stay alive one more day. Um, I used to think back in the day when people would say, you know, this disease will kill me. I, would, I just would be like, you guys sound so, like, whatever. Like, that does not make sense. Like, how can, how can you die from this disease? I just did not get it, you know. And um, although my death may not have been physical, it sure was mental. It was horrific, horrific. So when they say, you know, cunning, baffling, and powerful, I mean, my Lord, yes, it is, absolutely, you know. But I know what I know today and what I didn't have back then when I first came into the program and as I was working the program, I didn't have a relationship with God. I didn't have that conscious contact. I was continuously trying to run the show. 
and my higher power was the food. My higher power was the scale. My higher power was my sponsor. You know, it was everything but God. And today that's not the case. You know, God is everything or he's nothing. And today my God is everything. And every morning I wake up, I drop to my knees and I give him praise and I, and I thank him for another day. I thank him for another day to get it right. Um, and so with that, I pass. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for your share, Myra B.W. Um, before Tanya shares, I'll just let anyone who came on the meeting a little late or missed the, the initial reading know that we are on page 58 of the big book, the fourth paragraph, beginning with remember that we deal with alcohol and reading through until may you find him now. Um, so, Tanya, it's your turn. You'll be followed by Pamela P. Go ahead, Tanya, and share for us. Hi, uh, this is Tanya D as in dog from uh, Illinois, and thank you for leading and thanks for letting me share. This is a um, really good reminder. I mean, it's a reminder that I need every day that this is a cunning, baffling, and powerful uh, disease, which to me what that means is that if I try to um, address it, you know, with my own power, that if I try to, you know, just be vigilant or just have rules that I follow or whatever it is that I can think of on my own, like, it's not going to work. Um, and the baffling part will be that it might work for a while and then it'll stop working. I'm not going to know why, you know, like to me, the the compulsion is, is kind of like having an itch and then scratching it a little bit and then saying like, oh, well, see, that's fine. And then and they're like, well, why not scratch a bit more? And then I scratch a bit more and more until I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh, how did that happen? And it's like, well, because, you know, I kept scratching, but the itch is so powerful that I do need, you know, the defense of um, a power greater than myself. And I'm really grateful that um, I was, um, you know, that I was willing when I came into program to try the idea of a higher power and that I, um, and that I also had a good sponsor, you know, like, I think for me, it would not have been possible to find God alone. Um, I really needed the guidance of others. And I still do, because it can be tempting for me to say like, well, you know, it can be just God and me. Like, all I need is, is God because that's, that's the most important thing. And it is the most important thing. But, um, you know, I know that left to my own devices, like, my disease will um, sneak back in there. Um, if it's just me and God and I don't have um, reminders from other fellow compulsive overeaters and I'm not working with others, eventually I will think that, um, you know, maybe it's not that bad. I don't have a disease. Like, periodically I have... Um, you know, like these food dreams where I'll eat a non-abstinent food for me and um, and I will like think, oh, I'm not going to tell my sponsor about this or I'll like rationalize um, that it was fine. And I'm really glad that they're dreams, but they're also like, and I'm, all, I'm, I'm grateful for them too, because it is a reminder that I am capable of that kind of behavior. Like if I think that I can never go back to my disease, um, then I'm screwed. You know, I, I need to remember that I'm not cured. Um, and part of that comes from um, listening to you all and, and listening to this book and, and working with others. Um, and so I'm really grateful that today I, I totally believe that my disease is cunning, baffling, and powerful, and that I need a higher power to step in and uh, save me from it. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Tanya D, for your share. Um, Pamela P, you, you'll be the last share before we take another list of names. 
Go ahead, Pamela. Yeah, hi. This is Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Um, so it's been a very stressful month, like very stressful, like nothing going smooth. And the last few days of my program going good. And from what I read from what that paragraph that little thing say, coming back to me, this disease is scary. And I, um, so yesterday while we were eating dinner, and my boy's mother, she had a little anorexia. Healing an anorexia, I'm bulimia, is so horrible being around another person who has an eating disorder like I do. Um, so it's just been stressful. I am overly stressed. A lot of things happen. I feel at a boiling point. And when I look outside right now, it's snow. And I know that gym might close. And I need the gym to lose weight before I call my program and I call God number one. So I'm just praying that open today because I got to be off tomorrow. And I also just praying for recovery. But this disease could consume you. And I'm I'm doing good in very stressful, mentally stressful situation. So I'm just praying to God that I hang on. Um, so I I gained some more weight earlier. I lost my recovery last month. And I'm just want my recovery back. And it's been a struggle to get it back. I'm praying to God. I just praying. And um, something happened yesterday on the meeting, and, and it was a nice lady called, but then she wasn't too nice. But anyway, we all people. Hurt people hurt people. And this disease hurt people. So I don't treat people like they God because they're not God. They're only one Jesus. And he's the one I focus on. And I thank God for my partner. I thank God for the program. And everyone in the fellowship majority are very sweet. And so I thank God for the fellowship. But I'm praying. I just want my recovery back to steal the eye of the disease, the food, and say, no, I'm not going to pick up today. That's just amazing power. And that will recovery gift to me. So I'm just praying to get it back. The only way I could get it back is from God. So I will pray for you and I hope you'll pray for me. And thank you to let me share and I pass. Uh, thank you, Pamela P., for your share. Um, okay, so I'll take another list of names. If you haven't shared on Friday or Monday, please press star 1, unmute, and say just your first name and last initial one so I can hear everybody. Who would like to share next? Carrie, Linda D. Linda D. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Everyone, everyone came in at once. So I got Carrie, Linda D., and I got Matt. Um, who came Sheila in that C. I didn't hear? Okay, I got you, Sheila C. Christina, Carolyn N. Christina, Devora, and Carolyn. That's that's all I got. So we'll go, we'll go with that. Let me tell you who I got. I got Carrie, Linda D, Matt, Sheila C, Christina, Devorah, and Carolyn. Um, and I missed a bunch of last initials. So if everyone and could Barbara. give those when they share. Um, Barbara, I do not think we'll have time, but I'll I'll add you at the end in case we do. Um, so okay, go ahead, Carrie, and get us started with that second list.
Um, Carrie, you'll need to press star one to unmute. Sorry, I'm Terry Kay. Um, from oh, Terry, go ahead, Terry. Yes, um, the cunning baffling. That's you know that hit me. Yeah, this it, it is cunning baffling, and I find it. You know, I'm I'm new to the program. I'm I'm not new to OA, but I'm new to this moving through the steps quickly and I am finding it definitely more effective moving through the steps and it, you know, it's working out well that the reading you're on, you, you're on this week and stuff is exactly where I am. So I just, you know, I need to remember where God is in my day and, you know, try not to forget that he is there to help me, even though, you know, the feelings are definitely more intense without the food, a lot of anxiety, but I'm moving through it. So thank you. Pass. Thank you so much, Terry Kay. Um, Linda D., you are up. Go right ahead, Linda. Good morning, everybody. It's Linda D. I'm from Connecticut, and I'm recovered, and that's that's an incredible thing. I've been here a long, long time. I'm an old lady, and uh, it's just amazing to me that in the middle of the night, I'm not alone unless I choose to be. I could choose to be. I can go with the fear or I can go with the love. And it sounds so nicey-nice. But love is a very, very powerful force. Um, I can use the word God now. Um, It's sort of a generic in a way. We all know what we're talking about, something divine. It isn't the name that I call God privately, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that I call God. It's that I know I've been clobbered to death many, many times because I did not understand one thing that I understand now. There is a force, a a reality much, much higher than humanity. It runs the universe, or he or she. He or she. Um, Everyone has to find the force themselves, this power themselves. Call it whatever they wish to call it and find useful. But the one thing that's the most useful is it's going, it, I call it an it, a force. It's uh, going to guide me in the direction of creation and the direction of love and the direction of genuine power, which is humility. Humility is very, very important. And of course I can get on my high horse and think I know shit and I don't because I don't know what today's going to bring. I don't know what tricky little thing the disease will come up with because I had a whole lifetime of practicing things upside down and backwards. I didn't know it. The whole world tells me this is the way you do it to this day. This is the way you do it. It isn't the way you do it. Not the way I do it. This program works. It's dazzling. But I got to work to experience a lot of fear, walk through it to, to get to the other side. The other side is absolutely phenomenal. And it takes work. It's like housework. It's not house play or playhouse. It's work. I do the steps. I listen to you guys. I get opinions from people I trust, and I bring it back 
to my center, which is within me. It's God. Holy moly, God is within. What a trip. It's amazing, amazing. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Linda D. Um, Okay, Matt, you are up. Go ahead and share with us. You'll be followed by Sheila C. Go ahead, Matt. Thanks, Sarah, and thanks for taking the meeting this morning. I'm Matt J.S. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I, I love and also don't love this paragraph. Um, what I love about it is that, that it basically encapsulates steps one, two, and three for me, like more succinctly than I could possibly imagine. I came to this program a devout agnostic. I used the word God as the previous share said, like sort of very generically, I believed there was something out there. I didn't think there was any chance it knew my name. I grew up with no religion at all, like, you know. Um, And I don't know how it was that I managed to come into this program. Uh, And I came in through a, a big book step study on YouTube. That was what got me identified in and set me on this path. I don't know how it was that I just kind of didn't worry about it, didn't worry about the God thing, but I I didn't. I just decided I would follow the instructions and trust that whatever was supposed to happen would happen. And that's what happened. And it's been well over three years now. The the thing, so so this this paragraph, I keep wanting to call it this sentence because it's so short. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, and powerful. So we substitute the word food for alcohol. Remember that we deal with food, cunning, baffling, and powerful, or food and compulsive overeating, whatever you want to say. So that's, to me, that's step one. It is a problem I'm never going to solve on my own power. I am am powerless over it. Without help, it is too much for us, sort of step one into step two. If I'm going to be helped, I have to hope there is a source of power that is sufficient and sufficiently reliable to enable me to get and stay abstinent and work the steps and be recovered. That's just a logic problem to me. Because if I can't solve it, then either it will never be solved or there will be a source of solution that isn't me. This is where the wheel, the next one's sort of where the wheels come off for me intellectually because my conception of my higher power is that the universe is it. God is literally everything. That's not one, and it's not a him. And I know a lot of people get hung up on the God thing. They get hung up on the language in the big book. But remember the first sentence, I just substituted food and compulsive eating for alcohol. So I don't need to worry about it not being one. I don't need to worry about it not being capital G God. I don't need my higher power to be divine. I don't need it to be a deity. I don't even need it to be superhuman. I just need it to be super met. It just needs to be a source of power greater than me. So that's kind of why I love this sentence or this paragraph, but also kind of I'm a little troubled by it, but I just substitute the words. I pass. Thank you so much, Matt JF, for your share. Um, Sheila C., go ahead and share with us. You'll be followed by Christina. Go ahead, Sheila. Thank you. Thank you so much for your service. And everyone, um, the shares have been so good. I I really, um, yeah, appreciate all the shares. This 
reading also super love um yeah the the first word remember that kind of makes me like chuckle at myself oh my god the the work that i um have put in in the past you know i've come in and out of this program over many years and um when i'm not in the program you know trying to remember writing notes you know writing these notes writing long pages in my journal all kind of remind oh my god it's just so nice to let this power so there is a power there is one power and that one is god may you find it now so yes the disease is cunning baffling and powerful but it's not all powerful god is all powerful so it's such a relief and i so appreciate you know my answered prayers asking god oh what should i do <laughs> funny like remember i couldn't remember i can't remember present tense on my own I need the second step. I need a power greater than myself. And I need you guys. I need to participate. I need connection with other compulsive ears, working with others to somehow uh, it happens. I don't need to know how, but there is a solution and it is here. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. And that word, um, Cunning and, and the shares of like, you know, trickery. That just what me, yeah, that's what happens for me. That's what's happened in the past. Trickery, this trickery, this voice that comes in that seems so, yeah, like, like the voice of reason. Oh, God, you don't need those meetings. Bah, 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 bah. So this week I didn't get to my face to face meeting because I had um, work and last night and also i heard this shared which is no coincidence but i got up about an hour ago hour and a half ago and i was having a food dream right before i woke up i was it was very vivid colorful and i said oh oh this thing this thing that you know is so clear is a trigger is my one of my trigger foods and i said oh i'll just have three so it's not even i'll just have one right oh i'll just have three Oh my God, I didn't, and I woke up, and here I am, and I heard that shared, and I'm in the right place, and it's just a beautiful reminder. I love being absent. I've been absent of tomorrow, I'll be seven months. It, it's just such a beautiful Time. blessing. Thank you to somehow, because of this program, be free of that stunning, baffling, powerful compulsion. So thanks for being here at CAP. Oh, thanks so much, Sheila C., for your share. Congrats on seven months. Um, Christina J., you're up, and you'll be followed by Devorah and Carolyn. Go ahead, Christina. Good morning, Dara. Good morning, everyone. Christina J. from the state of North Carolina. <clears throat> I think I'm paraphrasing here, but within every man and woman is a fundamental idea of God. So I have this fundamental idea, and I've prided myself over the years on having this connection. And it's come and gone. It's waxed and waned. And I'm sitting here contemplating this morning. During my two and a half years, over two and a half years of what I was proud of, the solid recovery I felt I had, I don't really feel like it was full recovery. Because you know what I was doing? As time went on, I was having extra abstinent bites 
always having extra abstinent meals. Um, and I can tell you right now, if you're new or you've been in the food and you can't get back, or even if you're not in the food and you're kind of white-knuckling, praying to try to get that deeper connection, if that shit's going on, you're not going to get it. And I'm just going to say it. You're not going to get it. I'm not God, and I'm not all-powerful in that statement, but from my own experience, the deeper walk with God ain't going to come around if I'm still using shit to get the effect. So coming back when powerful, my mind telling me that this food's going to do it for me. I'm not looking at the deeper issues going on. Um, sure, there's a phenomenon of craving, and I activate that B-I-T-C-H when I take a bite of any of the foods that cause me to have cravings or that cause me to want to keep chewing. Um, recently, in the last several months, it's been, oh, I can have sugar-free candy. Sugar-free candy got disgusting, and it led me to the real crap. So, And it was all in the way. Why Why has my relationship with God have been suffering? First of all, the extra bites and the extra meals have been in the way, and I prided myself on recovered in that in that state you know what a lie that's baffling cunning and powerful right there our pride you know to me the food yes the food is baffling cunning and powerful but what's more baffling cunning and powerful my pride my ego around my recovery or my ego around my life and controlling things that's the baffling thing that's the thing that i have to take down and the only way i can do that is this program and god so if I'm going to connect with this love or this higher power or this God in the deepest way possible, which I've heard in your voices here on this line, the shit's got to be out of the way. You know, we can't use stuff, no matter what it is, shopping, sex, oh, you move from food to extra sex or you move from food to shopping. You know, you can watch yourself. This is a game of awareness. To me, I can't connect the dots to that powerful, all-loving, there's one unless I've got that stuff down. And this is a program of taking one day at a time, one step at a time. time. We don't need to beat ourselves up. We just do the best we can. The important thing is keep coming back, keep growing, and keep learning. I love you guys all. I pass. Oh, thank you so much, Christina J., for your share. Um, Devorah, you are up. You'll be followed by Carolyn and Barbara. Sorry, but we won't have time for you. So go ahead, Devorah. Hey, thank you so much, Al, and everyone on this line that makes this meeting possible. My name is Devora S. from New Jersey. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, thank you, God. And, you know, remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, fast, and powerful. And what about the isolation? That's part of my story. I haven't shared in a little while here because I had every excuse in the book. You know, life is very busy. I'm dealing with sick parents on both sides of the family. I have struggling children, I have a big job, a full-time job, and the list can go on and on and on. And, uh, you know, thank God I'm abstinent and doing the motions, but I'm really not working the program like I should be working the program. I need a sponsee. I, 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 need, I need to be giving it away. And, um, and this, you know, disease, this disease tells me, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm just popping along, I'll be okay. But I know in reality that in order for me to really keep what I have, I need to 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 get sponsors and work with people 
just like I'm working hard with all the other stuff that's going on in my life. You know, I have to, I have to take on and, and give this away. And I'm, you know, so grateful for this meeting who, who, that meeting today that shows me, you know, where my head was going, you know, these last couple of months that I'm just, you know, doing my thing and I'm not putting my program um, first. Um, and first is really, you know, being there for other people in this program and sponsoring and um, and, and giving it away. Um, that's so vital for me that I have to, you know, that's, that's number one. You know, thank God. You know, each day I... I, I I am, you know, staying connected with my higher power, but I have to go further. I can't just keep it to myself. And um, so grateful for this meeting that um, tells it like it is, grateful for this book. And uh, I'm going to put my name out there. And, um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Devora S. Um, Carolyn, go ahead. You'll be our last share today. Good morning, Carolyn N. from Michigan, Compulsive Overeater. And boy, you know, this really is a baffling disease. It's baffling when I know healing comes from not eating my trigger foods. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, this thought comes into my mind to go eat that. Or knowing if I make a call, it'll be better for me, but I'm might decide to stay in the isolation. But the biggest one I've been thinking about lately is when I get uncomfortable in my feelings and I can't go to the food anymore and I know if I go to God that it'll get better, but sometimes I still fight with myself to go to him. But as baffling as it is, I just know if I keep putting one foot in front of the other, doing the program, with God's help, with fellows, that I can get through each baffling moment. With that, I'll pass. Oh, thank you so much, Carolyn N., for your share. Thank you to everyone who shared today, to everyone who did service for the month of January. Um, really appreciate all of you. Um, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing of this meeting. The share ID for today, Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, for this meeting, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, is 19,904. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Nancy P., will you please read a vision for you for us? Sorry about that. Yes, I will be happy to read. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm sitting here listening. And who's going to read this book? Um, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. 
We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. And I'll pass.